Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Is your life totally disorganized and chaotic, and you've been trying to get down healthy routines? Welcome back to Savvy Psychologist. I'm your host, Dr. Monica Johnson. Every week on this show, I'll help you face life's challenges with evidence-based approaches, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. Today, we're going to talk about establishing healthy routines. As any of my patients can tell you, it's a topic that I harp on routinely, and for good reason. I find that what fascinates most people about psychology is doing the in-depth work and digging into the whys. But what I tell my patients is that without a solid foundation, you can't always get into that deep stuff in a way that's beneficial to you. It's hard to contemplate the meaning of a fire when it's actively spreading and burning down your house. This is where healthy habits and routines can come into play. You might be wondering, what does a routine encompass? The answer to that question is everything. I basically have my patients schedule everything that isn't a bathroom break because that's how you build habits. A good routine is built around time blocks, which is a chunk of time that you've designated for a type of activity. For example, I might have a time block for my routine of getting ready for work or a time block for writing and recording this podcast. Each time block is made up of tasks, which are the individual things that we do within the time block. There are typically two types of tasks recurring, and one time. Your value should be displayed in your routines. For instance, if you have a value to attend to your relationships, then you should have time blocked into your schedule to spend time with others. If being physically healthy is a priority for you, then you should have time blocked and tasks related to exercise, medical appointments, and grocery shopping to ensure that you have time for it. If faith is important, then perhaps having blocked times for religious services, religious reflection on your own, readings, and volunteering might be healthy for you. We're more likely to keep routines if we can connect them to what we value, because then there's buy-in. Values are also important because we don't always like the tasks related to upholding our values, and we often need reasons for why we do what we do. I dislike the task of exercise, for example, but value physical mobility, mental clarity, and investing in long-term quality of life. Consequently, I engage in exercise because it's tied to my values. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. 
Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Are you tired of the constant battle with anxiety and panic? I've got a podcast that I think you'll love. It's called The Anxiety Coaches Podcast, where the host, Gina, gives you your weekly dose of tranquility and inspiration. Two new episodes drop weekly, packed with practical tips and lifestyle changes to help you calm that racing heart and bring peace back into your life. So if you're ready to bid farewell to sleepless nights and constant worry, tune into the Anxiety Coaches podcast and embark on a journey towards lasting calmness and a life free from anxiety's grip. Remember, it's not just a podcast, it's a lifeline. Join Gina on the Anxiety Coaches podcast and let her soothing words be the balm your nervous system needs. Listen in and start your path to healing today. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast.com because healing begins the first time you listen. Let's talk a little bit about how to actually build a routine. I suggest everyone start with time blocks for morning and bedtime routines, as how you start and end your day is crucial. I also recommend time blocks for household chores, free time, and time for others. This is not an exhaustive list whatsoever, and you should explore what kind of time blocks might work for you. For example, a student might have time blocks for study. Assigning colors to different time blocks is helpful in organizing your schedule, whether it's pen and paper or a digital calendar, and keeping it a little fun. Don't overdo it with colors, but if you have five different types of time blocks in your schedule, it's helpful to have a color assigned to each one. Now let's talk more about the tasks associated with those time blocks. You might think that blocking the time is enough to establish the routine, but for many, it's not enough detail. While this is not universally true, many people who have poor time management skills can also have poor decision-making skills. I've seen people make the time blocks and then sit and think, okay, I know I'm supposed to be working right now, but what kind of work? Should I check emails or start working on that report that's due Friday? You see how this goes? They end up spending half of their time block simply trying to figure out what to do. And some, depending on their mental state, will just give up. Assigning specific tasks to the time block can help as you'll start the block with a better idea of how you should be spending that time. A lot of those tasks may be recurring. For instance, tasks you need to do daily, weekly, or monthly. Remember to not judge your tasks. I've had folks who work from home and had fallen out of the habit of showering or brushing their teeth daily. 
Consequently, they wrote down that showering was a recurring daily task for them during their morning routine block. There is no task too basic to build into your time blocks. Recurring tasks are also helpful when you need to engage in chunking. At times, you might have a task with multiple steps or one that just takes too much time to finish in one sitting. For example, you might have a work presentation in two weeks. During your work time block, you can set a recurring task each day to work on the presentation for two hours. Errands are typically a recurring task as well, but remember that the term errands is too general. Break down your errands into individual recurring tasks, like grocery shopping, cleaning the bathroom, and running the dishwasher. Now let's get into some mistakes that people make when establishing routines. The first mistake people make in establishing routines and engaging in effective time management is not writing things down. Depending on how you work best, this might be electronic, paper slash pen, or a hybrid method. What is crucial here is consistency. Don't use an electronic method one day and paper and pen the next day, or you'll end up getting frustrated and dropping it altogether. If you're new to this and want to test out a method, give yourself enough time to explore the merits and downsides of that method. Trying something out for only a day or two is unlikely to give you the data you need to go forward. I typically try new things for a month. By that point, I can usually write a dissertation on what works or doesn't and have figured out improvements for a 2.0 version of the routine. The second mistake I see is not prioritizing yourself. I see this show up in a few different ways. Maybe you don't block out breaks for yourself or give yourself buffer time between time blocks. The goal of creating those blocks and tasks is not to schedule every minute of your day with activities. Remember to pace yourself. In my typical workday, a break can range from 15 to 60 minutes. Within an eight-hour workday, I take a minimum of 90 minutes of break time. If you're doing an activity that is extremely mentally or physically taxing, you may need more break time. Breaks and buffer time also give you a cushion for when things don't go as planned. If you're running a little behind, your break may be able to absorb some of the damage. Another way not prioritizing yourself shows up is by not blocking that me or free time. I use the term me or free time interchangeably, but the idea is the same. It's time for you to do whatever serves you. If you need some quiet time to read a book, or if you simply want to lie on the couch and ponder questions like, what would life be like if we only had four fingers like the Simpsons? This is your moment. I tell my patients that we want to optimize, not maximize our schedules. The goal is for time to be spent meaningfully and not wastefully. A day spent studying for a test, socializing, or knitting alone can all be meaningful. 
we all need time for ourselves to replenish our batteries and reinvest in our mental health bank. As an individual, you may need more or less of this me time, but whether it's three hours or 12, I want it blocked. And remember, this time is of equal importance to every other time block you have. That's right, your free time is just as important as your work time. The same way that you show up for work, you need to show up for yourself. The third mistake is giving up too soon, not being consistent, or being too rigid about your schedule. When it comes to building a schedule, I use the 80-20 rule as a guideline. This essentially means that you need to be following your routines around 80% of the time to get the benefits of them. However, the other 20% gives you the leeway you need for all the things you just can't plan, like life disruptions, your mood, the weather. If you're too rigid with your schedule, you'll only end up increasing your anxiety levels and stress which will lessen many of the positive effects. You don't need to be perfect. You simply need to be consistent and 80% is good enough. What is your biggest time management tip or favorite scheduling tool? Let me know on Instagram at KindMindPsych. You can also reach out to me via my email at psychologist at quickanddirtytips.com or leave a voicemail at 929-256-2191. The Savvy Psychologist is a Quick and Dirty Tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg with script editing by Adam Cecil. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our assistant manager is Emily Miller. And our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. Follow Savvy Psychologist on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's all for this episode of Savvy Psychologist. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Are you tired of the constant battle with anxiety and panic? I've got a podcast that I think you'll love. It's called The Anxiety Coaches Podcast, where the host, Gina, gives you your weekly dose of tranquility and inspiration. Two new episodes drop weekly, packed with practical tips and lifestyle changes to help you calm that racing heart and bring peace back into your life. So if you're ready to bid farewell to sleepless nights and constant worry, tune into the Anxiety Coaches podcast and embark on a journey towards lasting calmness and a life free from anxiety's grip. Remember, it's not just a podcast, it's a lifeline.
Join Gina on the Anxiety Coaches podcast and let her soothing words be the balm your nervous system needs. Listen in and start your path to healing today. The anxietycoachespodcast.com because healing begins the first time you listen.